0: What's up, everybody? This is Tommy Runs with Kafuzi and Emily Heller, Run Like Heller. This is another episode of Relay Podcast for the show that's been yet to be named.
1: I thought we had a name, but, you know. What's
0: the name? What's the name?
1: I've been calling it Behind the Running Influencer, but I don't think you like that name, and that's why I think you keep saying it's a not-yet-named show.
0: Because it makes me feel like you're saying that you're faster than me, so I'm running behind you, Behind the Running Influencer. You know what I mean? I get it. But I don't I don't I don't like the way you're t- I don't like I don't like your tone, you know, when you say it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think everyone here knows well maybe not everyone, but it's very clear that you are the fastest one in this room right now. So no one's going no one's gonna question you on that. So right. I mean but you don't maybe, have to be maybe- so insecure about it.
0: Well, I mean, that's that's been Ooh. one of my things that I've been trying to figure out is how to manage my insecurity and not let it just boil over into all my all my endeavors. But is this a therapy
2: session? Yes, it
0: is. <laughs> We're just jumping to, right in to the, today on this show, behind the influencer, we have Run Like Heller, a person that I actually. I don't think I might have been on. Yeah, I had you on my show way back
2: yeah, and I started following you ago. a
0: long time ago and you were yeah. inspiring the crap out of me way back then. You're still doing it now. How oh, have you been?
2: You. I'm good. I have been just crazy with regular work, like my actual job and training for New York City, which, Tommy, I know you're also running. Mm-hmm. And Mike, you're going to be in New York during the uh marathon weekend right At that's the right yes yeah i'll be on weekend. cheer squad yeah we'll all be there um but yeah i've just been working trying to get youtube stuff done and also just getting my miles in that's basically my entire summer right there
0: that's a Man. lot of things though yeah that's a lot yeah
2: it's a lot It's it can be a lot sometimes <laughs> a little overwhelming sometimes like one thing has to take a little bit of a backseat. It kind of like one day or one week, it'll be like my actual job will have to be like the front runner or or sometimes it's YouTube and sometimes it's just getting my miles in. Whatever it is, real life, Um, but we just make it work day by day. It's what we do here.
0: Um, But so, uh, Emily, like when you first, like what made you decide to get into what was the first step for you because I, I mean I, I don't i don't know if your your first moment was like i'm going to be an influencer um yeah. what was the first step for you and why
2: um so i think the very very first steps of me even considering doing this was probably just watching a bunch of videos myself like back in like 2012 i finally stopped wearing just the asics gt 2000 1000 whatever it was <laughs> and i got more into like wondering what other running shoes were out there um, so I started doing a little bit of research and I came across like Ginger Runner, Ethan Newberry. Uh, he was like the number one first person I ever watched and I saw his like OG Clifton video. Um, and after that, like I watched every video he had and then I came across like Jameson Runs and I came across mm-hmm. Kofuzi eventually. And I just thought like, I want to do this, but I just really don't know how to get started. I don't know what even the first thing to do is. So for many years, I didn't do it and I just kept consuming the content and eventually I was just like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I'm going to just try it. I have a little bit of a background with my career uh, in terms of like editing stuff so I could use a little bit of that to make YouTube videos. And I'm just going to hit record on my crappy camera and see where it goes. And the rest was kind of history. (laughs) So that was kind of how I got started. Yeah.
1: What year was that when you kind of started making videos?
2: Um, So I think I published my first video in 2019 and I started watching videos in like 2012 to like, yeah, pretty much 2012. So it's been a really long time. It was a really long time between me starting to watch this kind of content and actually trying to execute it.
1: And then you mentioned that you already had a little background from your job. What was mm-hmm. it? Do you want to share what your job is? I mean, you don't have to yeah. share exactly what you could be vague if you wanted. to. Yeah, no. To be vague, um,
2: so uh, I work as a producer for CBS News. Um, so that's that requires editing on like video software that requires using a camera sometimes. Not so much anymore. But like back in the day, I had to use a camera a lot. Um, so I had that little bit of base knowledge which definitely helped. Um, so I think that kind of gave me a little more confidence to try to actually do it myself.
0: What yeah. was like the scariest part though, like of of starting yeah. that process?
2: I think honestly, like to be totally transparent, the scariest thing was like wondering what people were going to say, <laughs> like people that I knew, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know if you guys have, felt this way too, like when you first got started, when you go to, to your like actual job and this video you made about a shoe like exists in the universe and you like try to promote it and then your like co-workers are like, what are you, what is this, what is this video you posted? And like, you know, people are like, oh, did you try to make a YouTube video? Like that's cute, you know, yeah. that kind of thing. And obviously like your first videos are not good. You know they only what get better mean? over my, my time first, so.
0: my first videos were so amazing <laughs> well
2: besides you tommy besides okay. you <laughs> no but like you know what i mean it was it's the, the confidence like being self-conscious part that was the scariest for me a,
1: a lot of your filming your running footage it seems to be like running through your neighborhood
2: yeah yeah
1: i have a i have a heart i mean we just moved out of the suburbs and so like most of my like neighbors like don't know what i do mm-hmm. um They're starting to, like, they're they're slowly, like, when they have a chance and I'm, like, not by my wife, they'll be like, what does your husband do? So they always kind of, like, ask (laughs) it that way. But a lot of them don't know. And so I generally don't run in the neighborhood because Mm -hmm. I always run with a selfie stick and I'm filming stuff. I also don't want to, like, film my neighbor's houses and stuff. But yeah even, like, when I'm further away, like, I still am, like, I don't want to have people see me filming i mean i've been doing this for a really long time you know and i film at races i film all the time but i'm like i just don't want my like neighbors to see what i'm doing like Mm do your do your neighbors who like don't run like ask about what you're doing has that ever come up
2: so it's actually interesting. I don't really talk to a lot of my neighbors.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, so
2: maybe, they maybe they're thinking, like, what the heck is this girl doing? Mm-hmm. But they don't ever really say it. But I do definitely get, like, you know, if some guy or woman or is outside mowing the lawn, gardening, whatever the heck, um, and they see me with this selfie stick, especially talking into it.
0: Okay. Still...
2: <laughs> like, look at me. And then I'm like, I'll be like, so guys today. And then I'm like, Oh, uh, actually, and I like <laughs> put the stick down. I'm like, Oh, I'm not yeah. doing anything. here You uh-huh. Yeah, I get I definitely get embarrassed like that. But it's funny, Mike, like, for you to say that you get shy about it, because I feel like you guys, the way that I feel you guys are so confident with it, that it's inspired me to like care less. <laughs> but it's interesting to hear you say that you are like a little bit embarrassed, I guess is the word sometimes in certain situations
0: the the other day, um mm-hmm. I was sitting in New balance headquarters at the front, waiting on my person to come down mm-hmm. um, and I was about to record like and I felt like this would be when Mike would say something to the camera yeah. <laughs> so, to tie this whole thing together, pulls my yep. I pull my phone out, hit record and started to talk and then realized how quiet it is in there and i was like yeah. nope yeah. i'm just gonna use the, i'm just gonna use the caption to tie this all together yeah. um, <laughs> awesome. i got so embarrassed i was like nope 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 even if that's the reason why i'm there i was just i still felt yeah. so weird about it
2: oh i i totally felt like that too when i went to new balance headquarters like in the summertime you know, I went with Believe in the Run, so it's like Meg and Jess Movald and Laura Green was there, and they're all just like whipping out their cameras, like they do not care. But I am a little bit more introverted, so even with them still like just filming everything, I was still a little bit more shy. So I totally understand how that feels.
1: Well, it seems like everyone's been to New Balance headquarters
0: except for me at this point.
2: Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. Wait, now they, I'm feeling
0: left out. They actually addressed that on the um while I was there. They did not they did that's nice of you to say but they did not <laughs> oh no you don't want to know what they said
1: oh okay, okay. there's a reason
0: okay, okay. <laughs> well, so you know we haven't had kafuzi here because yeah. no one telling that you here. Okay. the guy just keeps talking into his camera you know that's all yeah. he does so, uh, no, but I was, they, actually though at
1: the trail race that i did over the weekend it was a it was like like a local trail race it's just at the mm-hmm. park where i do most of my trail shoe testing And I'm like, well, I'm running a race. You're going to have to narrate it a little bit if you're doing a race video. And I'm like, you know, like trail racing has embraced YouTube videos much earlier than road racing has. And I think there's a lot of reasons that it just makes a little bit more sense in that space. But like, I just felt it was a smaller race and it was really quiet in the morning in the park and i'm running with like three or four other people like two people in front of me and maybe one or two people behind me and i'm like i can't really go much longer without saying something to the camera to like say like all right we're starting the race
2: yeah
1: and normally like for the chicago marathon you know it's super loud i'm like all right let's go guys 2023 chicago marathon woo you know but (laughs) if you watch like the video that i just put out for the soul crusher 10 mile i'm like All right, just started the Soul Crusher (laughs) 10-mile, Veterans Acres Park, Crystal Lake, you know? And even though I said it, like, that quiet, I don't – the person in front of me certainly didn't know what I was doing. And so, like, at that point, that person stopped and, like, moved over to the side because I'd think that maybe they couldn't hear me, but they maybe thought I was trying to ask to to pass or something. So, I was like, no, no, you're fine. Sarah, you're fine. You're fine right there. I'm just – talking to my camera sorry
2: Uh, (laughs) yeah it's always stuff like that like I, i actually did a half marathon yesterday and i've been like doing like little reels of week to week like my marathon training and um I decided to just like pull out my camera and film myself like running on the bridge. And I felt like the people around me just like all collectively turned to look. <laughs> and I was like, oh, i like, just like so embarrassed And I'm like, guys, like, can you just let me do it? Leave yeah. me alone.
1: <laughs> no, just pretend I'm not here, guys.
2: And you know what? Honestly, guys, like probably a lot of that is in our heads. Like, yeah, maybe they mm-hmm. do like look for a second, but everyone's so involved in like what they're doing mm-hmm. that they probably don't even like care what we're doing. It's just, just, it's I think a lot of it is in my head personally
0: i don't know man i i don't know <laughs> in your head i gotta i gotta say like i mean that's like that's like one of the things like so like influencing like the the term influencer to me makes me feel like weird as well just yeah. because it just we all have like this this um like preconceived like image of what we think like an influencer, quote unquote influencer is, um, and it's it's always like a negative because it's like all oh, those influencers you know that type of thing, so as soon as I pull the camera out, I just don't want people to feel like that I think that I'm one of them. Um, yeah, it's, it's a weird that. balance, man. It's a weird balance, and I mean no one does it better than than Kafuzi though. I'm just I'm oh, just yeah. saying. <laughs> no, like I mean no, bro it's like true. it's true. Like let's just be real. Like you'll you'll. I, I've never wanted to go some of the places that, you, that you've that you gone until you show me that you've been there. I'm like, wow, that looks like a lot of fun.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, well, you know, here. So in terms <laughs> of the how I get over the embarrassment part of it yeah. is I really don't like doing voiceovers later. Okay. And so mm-hmm. my whole point is if I just film two sentences right now and it's basically like, all right, just finished doing this. Now we're going to go do that. That saves me from like, all right, well, I can't just have like a two sentence voiceover. And then I have to set the tone and be like, all right, now we're going to this shakeout and Ah. the pop-up is put on by these people and all this. Then I got to explain and then I got to write a script and then I got to, and then I got to go from my couch where I normally Mm -hmm. (laughs) do my editing down here where the microphones are and it's a thing. So my whole, my biggest motivation is one, I think it's. Better to narrate it in real time, but yeah. also like it just makes for a much easier editing workflow later and i'm just kind of lazy is the
0: main yeah. thing. so emily have have you been have you gotten into the voiceover part yet
2: I've only done one voiceover so far, and it was when I was in London and Paris uh for my like little weekly reel of my marathon training but I think what's kind of uh, what I wanted to mention is I feel like in my content creating I'm sort of like at a crossroads because I feel obviously what let me start over so like when I first started doing YouTube videos I feel like YouTube was like the the place like that was the space and then it became well you can't just be really like a YouTuber you have to also like build up your Instagram presence. You have to create reels. You have to like, then there's TikTok and then there's YouTube shorts and there's like all this other stuff now. Um, So I've been trying to experiment a little bit more with trying to build my Instagram following and do different kinds of reels. So I was actually trying to decide and think about ahead of time, which I never do, like what I wanna do in terms of content creating for like New York City, like that weekend. Like, do I want to do voiceovers of the shakeout run? Do I want to do more of like a, hey, here we are at, you know, like what you were just saying, like a couple of sentences and then just like showing what we're doing. It's a tricky situation. Like, you don't know what is kind of like going to hit the best and what people really like, like but you also want to do stuff that like means something to you and resonates with you. Um, so th- that's a long answer to your question. I've only ever done one, but I want to kind of do more. Like Tommy, are you I have watched I've watched a bunch of your reels. Are you more of like a voiceover guy or are you kind of
0: Well, so so, so I don't like to do I don't like to do jokes on command or voiceovers on command. Okay.
2: Um,
0: so that's my thing like I, I I've done a couple of voiceovers recently that are just kind of fun yeah. to me like they're just me mm-hmm. rambling which is cool. But I don't um I've yeah. had I've been asked to do reels for brands and Voiceovers make sense, but I just am. Re- I just feel like I'm really bad at them. Um, some people mm-hmm. are like amazing, and they just they just knock it out of the park every time. And I just don't think that I'm one of those people. Um, I'd rather much. I'd much rather do like a vibe where it's just like the, the right music makes everything great, For or. Sure or like I kind of like have leaned a little bit more towards like the vlogging type of uh, reels lately yeah. where I kind of like tap into that like kafuzzi energy where like you just say a couple things and make sure that like the audio is loud enough so you can hear what I said um, mm-hmm. and then still kind of mix that with the music um, but just that straight up voiceover thing it's just not me i feel like i wish i was the guy from like that's all state stan you know yeah. um then maybe i could like figure that out but it's tough though I, I i i gotta admit it's pretty tough
2: yeah it's not it's not my favorite i did it once it was fine will i do more i don't know i kind of do lean towards the more like vloggy type of thing though for sure
0: when you so when you like jump when you jumped into like the to the instagram stuff like mm-hmm. um was that like a Do you feel like you have, which one do you like more? Do you like the YouTube vibe or are you liking the Instagram thing right now?
2: Yeah, it kind of like goes back and forth. I really like long form content. I like to watch long form content. So for me, that's why YouTube makes the most sense. And I feel like I can explain stuff better, you know, in a longer duration video. Um, But I really enjoy making uh, Instagram reels. When I first started, I had no idea what I was doing, and I still kind of don't, but I'm trying to get, like, a little bit better, and, um, yeah, I have a lot of fun with it. It just depends on what what it is that I'm doing, and I never know, like, one thing that I always think about is if I have a long-form YouTube video, should I make, like, a shorter reel about that shoe to, like, go along with it, or does it defeat the purpose? Like, I always think about, like, that sort of thing. And that's like where it gets tricky um i i want to like what do you call like mike do you do that do you i don't really see that you do like a shorter version like reel of a shoe and then you don't really like tag it to your like long form video necessarily right
1: yeah i've i've yeah. thought about this a lot because mm-hmm. like i'll see like someone else's reel of a shoe that i've reviewed mm-hmm. and it might be like a sixty thousand view reel i'm like that's way better than any of the like for Reels, right. I've gotten that good before, but like not for YouTube shorts, and that's where I'm always like eh, for YouTube shorts certainly that would make sense to do like mm-hmm. a sh- like a 60 second version of my review. Yeah. But the, like I just don't like the idea of the 60 second. It's not interesting to me. Like I want to talk about it some more, yeah. you know what I mean? Like the yeah. whole premise for me making like shoe review videos was like The two paragraphs that the brand gives you is not enough information. I need more information. And so I want to see it. I want to like hear people talk about it. I want to understand it as best as possible without actually putting it on, you know, or before I make the decision whether or not I want to put it on, you know? So that's kind of how I, you know, like receive and think about reviews. And so like the 60 second review has always been kind of like, I'm glad other people do it. I'm glad people are watching it. That's great but I don't really want to make them. So what I've been making is more kind of like, I used to do like an early, I used to make like four videos per shoe. it would be like first run, like, you know, here's one on a long run and here's like the long-term review video. You know, I make all these different like, and then I'll do this versus that shoe video. I made a whole bunch. But now i'm just using that that kind of stuff as more fitting into reels and so that'll be more like glimpses here and there and like kind of like what tommy's saying Vibe, where it's like it's very music driven yeah uh and visuals and music but not, i'm not talking i'm not telling you about it at all it's just you know kind of like what's the energy of the shoe what's like the kind of like the essence of the shoe and kind of visual and um and music form kind of is what what i like to do for a short form and sometimes it's successful, sometimes not so much. So I don't know. I am yeah. like experimenting. That
2: like the music if you have like a shoe that you have a video for that you want really want people to watch and then you have like a really good music driven reel that goes like with it sort of, I think it will drive people to that longer form content in some way, like if they're curious about it.
1: Yeah, my hope is that like then that'll be just interested in this shoe and hopefully search for it on YouTube which is where I'm strong. And so then I'll, right. pro- so that way I also don't like, I I don't love it. I do it from time to time, but I try to avoid it as much as possible. I don't like it when someone someone's like on Instagram, go check out my thing on this other platform. And so I'm like, talk, yeah, no, I'm yeah. here. Talk like, to me here. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah like, I do
2: that every single time.
1: <laughs> in bio, I don't mind, but I'm just like when it's like, you know, like, you know, I came here. Make stuff for me here. I'm looking at you here. I'm paying yeah, attention to I'm you here. here. Don't make me leave here. You know, I'm right. over there, and if I like you there, I'll probably see it there too. You know, but like, I understand you have to promote stuff and all that kind of thing. But um, so I always try to figure out how do I make it different so that way it doesn't seem like one is like the main and the others are pushing to the main. I yeah. try to make each one it its own kind of like facet of the diamond so you're right. saying
0: like yeah. so you're saying like you you don't want to go to get some coffee and they send you next door to get the creamer
1: <laughs> no i mean it's not so much that if i'm in the mood for coffee i want coffee that's why i'm at the coffee shop yeah, yeah, you know yeah. if i'm at the coffee shop and they're like we also own a really good pad thai restaurant down the street i'd be like cool it's not really helpful for me now in the in the morning when i want coffee you know yeah, no, I hear so that's that. kind
0: of how i no, feel that about makes it. sense that's a really you good know? way to put it so so, a, so I mean, basically what, what he's saying is he just doesn't like Pad Thai. I get it. I yeah. Get it. Oh, well. That's all I well, heard. I'm
2: hungry gonna... now.
1: I actually really do enjoy Pad Thai, but we oh, don't get good. to eat it that much because my daughter has a peanut
0: allergy, so oh, man. I have to avoid it a lot. Yeah. So. Oh, man. I have so many questions about that. I don't want to derail do this whole thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, so like, do you like, oh, yeah, because I heard people that like, they'll go and they'll do like a small exposure, like mm-hmm. shots over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you guys ever do that? I think that's still
1: experiment in the experimental phases. I don't know that it's like broadly Mm. approved for it. Okay. Um, Okay. And none none of the people that do those are near us. I think. Got it. Got it. Got it. Right now, I'm obsessed, in my daughters as well, with the idea that there are peanut sniffing dogs, and so like you just like show your food to the dog, and the dog will smell it, and if it's okay, just gives you like a. Right. And if it's oh. not and like a nod or Wait. eye contact, and if there's peanuts in it, it'll pot for is like, real? Real? It's not like going to slap it out dogs? of your hand, but it'll are you like... going
2: to get a dog like this? Because I really I don't know. It's
1: just, I have a feeling it's not cheap, but like
2: oh.
1: we don't have a dog. My kids want a dog. I kind of want a dog. That
2: would be the perfect but kind of dog to get.
1: Here's the thing. Yep. So if we get a peanut allergy dog, the thing is, my daughter's also allergic to dogs. <laughs>
2: Uh, so, well, wait a minute. So, they have hypoallergenic dogs. I
1: know, but I don't know. Well, do they, can the they still of, smell? Can the they still smell? A that, while? That, the maybe, yeah. Maybe why
2: yeah, why can't they be? I don't. Uh, know. There's got to be. <laughs> you got it's, it's it's that one, that one of those way. things with
1: the universe. It's like you know the you know the universe doesn't always give with both hands. Yeah. Amazing sense of smell. Hypoallergenic. It might be an either or. You
0: know.
2: That's true.
0: Yeah. That's a good point. Like like see like see you see how handsome I am? That's I'm, not, I'm also not the sharpest tool in the shed. You know what I mean? Like, you can't have both, you know? Um, so, Emily, tell me the moment in the day, in the time, when you first said, do the, do the good morning YouTube thing. I, I was going to do it, but I can't.
2: You want me to do it right now? Yeah, do it right now. Good morning, YouTube. There, you there you go. go.
0: It, um, that was amazing. Hold on. The, I, I remember Can we the do first a video. That? Thank you,
2: thank you. Yes, I'll do a little bow, curtsy, perhaps. <laughs> um, I remember the first video that I actually did that on. It was so random. It was like when I first started my channel, and I was it was a vlog type of thing. I was going to see Seth Damore. He was doing a shakeout run in New York City in 2019, and I wasn't running the marathon, but I just like wanted to go to his shakeout because I was watching his videos at the time quite a bit. And I just did it, and I never stopped doing it. But I will tell you that a lot of people comment on my videos, telling me to stop doing that. <laughs> they're like, "I fast forward every time. It's so cringe. Stop doing that." And I'm like, "I don't care. I'm still doing it. Can't tell yeah, me that
0: Wait, they fast forward for three seconds? Yeah, yeah. Okay. They're like,
2: "I can't watch it. I have to fast forward." And I'm like, "Good. I'm fast forward. It's like... care. <laughs>
0: I mean, honestly, I don't know if the, what that says about me, but that's like one of my favorite parts. <laughs> like I actually caught myself every now and then I've said it before to myself, like "Has nothing to <laughs> do with your videos, but I, when, every I time it. I think of YouTube, I think of good morning YouTube.
2: Well, that makes me feel very good. Thank you, Tommy. I hope your, your kid's probably like, dad, please stop.
0: <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you're embarrassing me. me. So as this is over. I'm going to go sing to them.
2: <laughs> Great. I love that.
1: Let's talk a little bit more about the channel though you've been reviewing shoes now for like 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 four years now Mm -hmm. and i think that you're when i first started seeing your videos you were like one of the very few like women shoes running shoe reviewers and i still feel like there are more now but i still feel like there's not a lot what is it i mean like what what is your take on that? You're like, well, good. That means was more views for me, or like, no, um, um, I wish there were more. Like, can you comment on that a little bit?
2: Yeah, I I definitely am not of the thought process that I'm glad there's not more. Mm-hmm. I wish there were more. Uh, I don't. I'm often asked a lot of times like why I think that is, and I mm-hmm. just don't really know, but. I think maybe my guess is that the space really is so male dominated that I know when I first started doing YouTube, that was one of the reasons why I was hesitant to do it. Because because it is so male driven and it just seemed like more men were watching YouTube videos. I kind of thought like, well, why would guys want to watch a woman, which is a really sad way to think, honestly, but it is a reality. Like, why would somebody will like want to watch a video that I'm making when I'm like, not really, uh, I'm not an elite. I'm not super fast. And I'm also a woman like, you know, who no guy is going to want to watch that when they already have, um, ginger runner, Jamie, Kofusi, Seth, Damore, you know, like that was sort of a reason for that. And, i think over time it's definitely gotten better and you know like meg uh, meg murray is now like in the believe in the room videos and has been for quite a long time which is great which gives them some like female representation and there's other women doing it but it's still so poorly represented uh when it comes to like women and people that women can relate to i feel like
1: do you think that it's it do you experience it differently in other social media platforms because like even my my youtube audience skews very heavily male but it's not as disproportionate when i go to instagram for example yeah like is are you seeing different kind of responsiveness to you in terms of audience demographics between the platforms
2: yeah i definitely am like you said youtube is really heavy on male viewership for me it's almost insane. It's like six it's like 70 or 80 20 or 70 30 or something crazy like that. And then on Instagram, it's still male dominated, but it is less so. So it's more like maybe like 60 40 or something like that or maybe even a little bit better. Um but yeah, I don't know why that is. I don't know why more women aren't watching YouTube videos or maybe they are, they're just not watching shoe reviews. Um, but Instagram definitely skews – it's definitely a little bit better in terms of, like, female viewership for sure.
1: And is that part of the reason why, like, you're trying to emphasize Instagram growth now? Or, like, tell tell me a little bit more um, about that.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think that's part of it. You know, one of the biggest reasons I got into doing YouTube reviews and wanting to be an influencer, in air quotes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, is – because I wanted to have somebody that like, I would be able to relate to, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, like if there's somebody like me who wants to consume running content, running shoe content uh, maybe they don't necessarily relate to all the guys out there and they want to hear from a woman and like a woman's perspective on something. Um, So that is sort of like why I want to do it. And I feel like if I can, Get a little bit more female viewership on Instagram. That is a win in my book. Uh, So doing different kind of content, like not just a straight like review of a shoe, which is like what I do on YouTube, like doing a little bit more of like creative stuff on Instagram, I think maybe has helped a little bit uh, get some more female viewership. It's kind of like what I'm hoping for. seems to be working.
0: Yeah, I now mean, yeah. I think you're doing a great job on Instagram. I mean, do you feel like that? Um, do you feel like Instagram has kind of allowed you to tap into like another like layer of maybe not of creativity, but then also like more of like who you are as a person? Um, yeah. As opposed to like Insta- uh YouTube, it seems like you're probably more like the I am a shoe reviewer, thus I shoe review. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, on Instagram, I definitely show like more of my personality, more of my life. Like, I go to like a little more depth on that. Uh, And I like to be able to do that and to be like 100% like authentically me and create content that like I really love that might not necessarily have to do with running shoes. And um, I've really liked to be able to like tap into like a little more creativity. I feel sometimes on YouTube, it's either like a review or a vlog. Like there's really no in between necessarily you know on instagram you can do you know like i can try on all these different like outfits and apparel that brands send me and i can make Mm. it fun and i can like go do something that's completely not running related but people might like to see it like that sort of thing um so yeah i think i definitely have liked that aspect of instagram just being able to like be a little bit more me and show more of my personality i think
0: yeah
1: yeah i I think that youtube almost penalizes you whenever you step outside of like the box that it thinks that you're in Mm -hmm. and so like I have been really trying to like narrow down more and more like the kinds of videos that I make on YouTube Mm -hmm. because it's just it's it's almost like uh, running on one of those um, curved treadmills where it's like it takes a long time to get moving and then like once it's moving you don't want to stop Cause then if you yeah. stop, then you gotta. Then it's like, ugh, then I gotta push the thing again, and it's like a lot of effort. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been like trying to keep it narrow. But then on Instagram, the more I like keep it narrow on YouTube, the more on Instagram I'm like, no rules. I'm yeah. gonna make whatever mm-hmm. I feel like doing. Today. Exactly. Which I used to. It used to be flipped the opposite way for me, but now I'm realizing uh, I kind of enjoy it more. Where I'm like, okay, I will let YouTube have its YouTube like feed the YouTube it's YouTube and then do what I want over on some of the other ones
2: yeah like I feel like on Instagram and stuff even on stories I can be like a little more like sassy a little more (laughs) like a little more like how I am in day-to-day life like put a little flair to it you know just be myself like goofy that sort of thing and yeah YouTube feels a little more formal to me like even you Tommy like I know that you put all of your personality which is great into the content that you make on instagram and that's what makes your page like so much fun and so interesting like you're a runner yeah and you're a fast runner but you also like have a great personality that like shines through your stuff and i think that's like why your page is so successful well thank you you're very welcome (laughs)
0: i'm just gonna gonna smile the rest of the time (laughs) um so at what part of the in the in the journey cuz you mentioned like trying on clothes and stuff that brands send you like at what point in your journey did did like the brands love start flowing in
2: Um that's a good question it, pretty early on I started like emailing brands like that was the first thing that I started doing I, the, like when I very first started doing YouTube videos I would email 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 all these brands and try to like build up some kind of like contact base and i think that really helped me because then when i started to really gain traction maybe like i don't know a couple thousand subscribers on youtube then sort of the love from the brand started where they would personally send me shoes personally send me apparel but i already had it a little bit of like a a like a Relationship with these people, um, it, instead of me having to ask for the shoe, then they would say, "We're going to send you this shoe." Mm-hmm. So probably like a couple thousand Instagram subscribers. Uh, I'm sorry, YouTube subscribers, maybe like five thousand or something like that. Um, and I still, I still email people to this day, and like ask for, (laughs) for things like that never stops. Like for me anyway, like I'm not just expecting people to just send me things, you know, you have to be proactive about it. That's definitely something that I've learned. Like once you start to kind of get lazy about it, then I get a little bit dry in the content (laughs) area. So I definitely try to stay on my game and make sure, you know, like it's not all going to be like handed to you. You got to yeah you know keep your relationships with these people and keep at keep asking for things if you want them
0: that that's a like i, I don't i don't know why it surprises me but it's like surprisingly similar to like how i kind of went about my instagram side of things was mm-hmm. was establishing relationships and kind of networking my way through that and kind of just building and it kind of puts you in a position where you are maybe doing things or getting things that maybe seem a little farther a, a, farther away than it should mm-hmm. be like you're farther along in the journey than maybe you should be um, right. so it, it allows you to kind of um it puts you in spaces where normally like fifty thousand followers would get you or something like right. that right um, exactly yeah because yeah. you, you your 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 content has you've always had like this it just seems so professional and so well put together in so many different brands, like very early to me um, but now here's the hard hitting question. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> oh boy, I'm scared.
0: What, yeah, no, ready. Um, what brand sent you your favorite jacket?
2: Oh, chip time running. I mean, I honestly have. I wear that jacket. It is like my go-to running jacket. I, I, <laughs> I mean, if you look at my story on any rainy, wintry day, like that is the jacket that I wear still.
0: Kafuzi so. doesn't even have one of those so uh, i do not have I that have, jacket i don't and, know what you're it talking says about
2: heller on the back and it's reflective it's one literally
0: put i literally put heller on the like big on the back of yeah. her jacket and it's reflective it's so it's like safe it. safe and swaggy
2: no it's amazing it is the best jacket i have so
0: that's chip time that running motto good. by the way Safe and swaggy.
2: Safe and sw- I like that. <laughs> it's pretty I, yeah. good.
0: Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I'm, I'm not paying. I'm not paying you for that, Mike. <laughs> um,
1: can we can we rewind a minute? Because yeah. like I'm I'm like my mind is reeling from this idea that like you're just like cold emailing people. Oh yeah. And you've got like a thousand or maybe even less subscribers on the YouTube channel. And I know Tommy had like a similar approach when you started doing your your podcast interviews, and I was like. How is this dude getting all these interviews? I'm Mm -hmm. like, and I asked you this, and you're like, I just DM them a bunch. I'm (laughs) like, you're gonna have to be more specific because I know how that would go if I did that, and it would be totally creepy. Not like creepy, like in a pervy way, but it'd just be like this guy's bothering me. Like, so like, can you like, do you remember like what would be like a sample like email for that you would send to like a brand to like? I know it's not just like, hey. Can I get some free shoes? So, can yeah. you explain that a little bit?
2: Sure. So, the first brand that I ever got a reply from was ASICS. And it was literally when I had like 300 Insta- uh, YouTube subscribers. I'm going to screw up Instagram and YouTube this entire okay. <laughs> time. <laughs> That's okay. When I had like 300 YouTube subscribers, I yeah. emailed them and they answered right away. And I think I said, like, hey, like, um, my name is Emily Heller. I just started this YouTube channel, Run Like Heller. Uh, I started on X Day, and I have this many followers now. And I'm like, you know, still going strong and making content as much as I possibly can. I would really appreciate it if you could send me this shoe for review. You know, I've run in XYZ shoes from ASICS before, and I'd love to be able to give people my perspective on it. Or like, a woman's perspective on it. Did you (laughs) say
1: that? A woman's perspective?
2: I did say, I have said that before, yeah. Um, Not every time, but it is something that I have said before because, I mean, it is true because I am a woman and I am giving a perspective. Um, So, (laughs) and I think that they like that. So, (laughs) So that was something that um, they responded well to and they sent me the shoe and I had like, I mean, kudos to them because, you know, you would think like a big brand like that would ignore a, an email like that from somebody yeah, who yeah. didn't have like as many subscribers but they didn't they sent it to me so it was the glide ride Remember oh okay
1: that? version first- one
2: uh yeah version one. Oh, okay mm-hmm. you're dating, Where'd you you dating find the,
1: yourself where, how did you figure out who to email you don't have to give away like super secrets like if you've got like oh, super no. tricks and i don't yeah, i'm, yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to get everyone spammed in their email for all the brands that are out there <laughs> but i'm just like no. Because, like, I'd I'd be like, oh, that's a great email. I could probably write that, too, maybe. But, like, (laughs) I don't even know where to send it. Do I send it to, like, the Instagram account? I don't even know.
2: Well, I have done that. I feel like I don't really have a huge success with, like, just DMing big brands like that. Mm -hmm. They don't really – sometimes they answer, sometimes they don't. But Mm -hmm. um, from, like, the journalism side of my life, I know that, like, a lot of these brands have – websites called like press rooms or newsrooms so Mm -hmm. i'll just go to like i don't know asics for example like asics press room asics newsroom and usually they'll have a bunch of like releases from different products but they'll list emails from like their pr people so that's just a way that i have discovered emails to send
0: that's that's pretty clever Uh, that makes sense pretty clever
2: yeah i mean we do it for journalism like if you want to find a source for something that's kind of what we've done or if you want to talk to somebody about xyz it's Mm -hmm. kind of something that we've been taught to do so i tried to (laughs) implement it in my in my youtube world
0: i mean i like i I like that um to kind of like tap into more of that like with your your curiosity on that mic about like those those kind of cold emails or cold dms um the the one thing that stuck out to me was like you you You'd said what you you said what you do and what you're what you're attempting to grow and build, but then you yeah. said very clearly that what what makes you different and you're like a, you're, I you have yeah. a woman's voice in this space you know um mm-hmm. so a lot of the times for for my show um when I would try to get someone um I would very much point at the fact that I'm not as well-rounded or as like as professional as some of these other like you know running podcasts and right. i'm new to the space so i'm mm-hmm. going to bring a different energy than your usual podcaster t- and i'm g- not going to ask you the same questions that someone else would have you know
2: for sure and,
0: but i said that in like you know shorter words and differently but pointing out the thing that you think would make the person not want to talk to you is, is probably what makes you different enough and stands out like, okay, I'll give that a shot. That seems fun. Yeah. I think that's Um, so
2: important. I think that's so important when, when you're cold emailing or cold, you know, DMing people is to pinpoint what makes you special, why you should be sent this product. And you know, what makes you different from all the other millions of influencers and channels and, you know, Instagram pages that there are like, People are going to hold on to that one small detail and decide if they want to have you get your get, get their product in your hands.
1: So in a couple of weeks,
2: mm-hmm.
1: wait, it's one week. Yeah, Crazy. you'll be in, in New York. But like that's also not like a regular normal way that most people would get to New York. Can you no. explain no. to everyone how you're participating? Because I think yeah. that's also kind of an interest would be an interesting story to tell for this particular podcast
2: yeah so i got super lucky this year i wasn't planning on doing any marathon at all and i got a dm from meg murray asking if i'd like to be on the train to nyc team with believe in the run and new balance so i said absolutely and here we are and it's been a really cool experience so far we've done the RBC Brooklyn Half in May, we did the Fifth Ave Mile. I got to go to New Balance headquarters with uh, the team to see what was going on there. And now we're going to do the marathon. So yeah, it's I'm super grateful because, like I said, I was not going to do anything. <laughs> I didn't get into the New York City lotto. I decided not to, to try for Chicago. I was going to just kind of chill. And I'm glad that the opportunity came up.
1: Okay, so when you go on a, like on a, on these trips, like you've gone up to Boston or you've gone out to mm-hmm. Brooklyn for them, there's like a million things to, to, to see for yourself, but also that you could, might be recording and documenting yeah. and stuff that maybe you're not. How do you decide like when you're there, like on a location, um, like, Because we talked about what goes on Instagram, what goes on YouTube, like how do you decide what do you film and what do you not film?
2: So that's something I'm still trying to figure out. Uh, So for the RBC half, I did a full YouTube video and kind of in a vlog style, just running the race and leading up to the race. Uh, And I felt like that was a good idea for that kind of race because, um, it's a little bit longer, more things can happen during it. So it it lends itself nicely to a long form video, I feel like. Um, and then for like, when I went to Boston for the, uh, just to go to their headquarters, I wanted to try something different. So there I did a little bit of like a recap of the weekend, but it was like a really short one. So it would just be like little filming here and there, nothing too crazy. And then for the RBC half, I think I just put it into like one of my weekly recaps from my training, but it's hard to determine sometimes like what is going to be good to film and what's not. So I think the best way to to determine is just to film it all, like Mm -hmm. film whatever you can, like just, even if you think you're not going to use it, it's better to just have that content and then you have it in case you want to use it for something. Um, but yeah i've just been i i tried to determine like if i'm like what my thought process was behind like what kind of video i want to do for that particular event and kind of go from there
1: and how like how like crystallizes that idea like before like you yeah. get to a, a place
2: so i need to be better about <laughs> thinking ahead <laughs> okay. because i am not a good person i don't think ahead like i'm sure mike like you have youtube videos that are like stacked for like the next like two weeks probably or next week or so mm-hmm. yeah i don't i don't have that it kind of <laughs> is a week-to-week sort of thing for me and i just determine what i'm gonna do for sunday's video okay. um and that's sort of how my instagram content has been too but for new york i think i am gonna lay out a clear vision of what i want to do and what i want to do it for i sort of have a couple of ideas already um but yeah, I need to get a little bit better with like planning ahead. I'm more of a on the fly kind of kind of person. I'm with
0: I'm with you, Emily. I don't know all yeah. this. I've got a couple. Of, I got a couple of weeks mapped out. That doesn't even yeah. sound like fun. I need to. <laughs> I need. I need the pressure. Like, oh my gosh, it's 11:50 p.m. and I haven't dropped a video. Let's get after it. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I, I definitely feel that. And I like lo- I, I, That's why I like I respect you know Mike so much and like the way he creates. Mm-hmm. Um because yeah. it's like you know it, it feels like he cares about it a lot but it doesn't seem like he's got like tw- two weeks stacked up I mean it always feels right. very relevant in, in the moment in in like it, it doesn't feel like it's old stale content content which right, which is which is amazing and I, and, I, and I super appreciate that so now there's more and more creators um, mm-hmm. on YouTube and Instagram and um, I, I know I watch a lot of th- videos at this point that remind me of some of the greats like you know like one of these guys here like like mike's like i see a lot of videos that kind of look like that yeah and yeah. when i see your stuff i don't think of anyone else's other than like than than you how do you go about staying authentic and being inspired by other folks but making sure it's like your thing
2: yeah so i am really paranoid about this because i don't want to make it look like i'm so taking paranoid. anybody's what was that
0: I'm so paranoid i'm like <laughs>
2: I know. I am. I'm so paranoid about that. I don't want it to make it look like I'm jacking anybody's, like, vibe. That's, I don't like that. Um, so, except for the fact that I just did a video with Kofuzi's music. literally. <laughs> yeah. like, last week. Oh, that was, but that was part of the joke. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if you're, if you're going to do um, it, if you're going to do it, go all yeah, the way. You got to do it. all do the it way, to, way yeah, in. Yeah,
2: exactly.
0: Yeah. Call them out. Tag them. <laughs>
2: <laughs> exactly, um no, but I, I think how do I try to avoid that? I just try to put my own personality into it you know if i a lot of people are doing these like weekly vlogs and we and running videos, and that's all great, but they're not me, so mm-hmm. I try to you know I have my own quirky personality, and I try to like shine through these videos in some way, shape, or form, or if it's like the kind of music that I pick, not everyone's gonna pick that same exact music or that same exact song or if it's like, you know, I don't know, any sort of thing like that. I think what the thing that kind of becomes tricky with this space and with all forms of influencing is that there are so many people doing the same sort of stuff and it's really hard not to overlap. Mm -hmm. You know, when you think of a different space, like I always think of like makeup artists, (laughs) they Mm -hmm. are all putting on makeup and they're all putting on the same type of makeup and they are all doing it very similar similar oh boy
0: there we go here we go, <laughs>
2: <There> we go. <laughs>
0: we're
2: all doing it in the same sort of way yeah. but um, <laughs> you know it's like we just after the third time we just yeah, we got yeah, um, to yeah so uh but th- they have to make sure that they're doing it in a way that like someone's going to watch their video over another person's video or you know like even if it's the same content the same sort of thing that they're promoting So, yeah, I think it's just a matter of just letting your personality shine through. That is the number one thing. It's what I try to do. And, you know, that's another thing that I really should tap into more that I haven't recently is like the fact that I'm also like an LGBTQ runner. And Mm -hmm. that's another aspect of like my vibe and personality in my life that I could use to you know make myself a little bit different from the rest of the crew out there because i mean there are other queer runners but you know there's not a ton of them doing like shoe reviews so
1: yeah i so mean i that. think that's important because i know that i get a lot of people and I'm, i'll i tommy speak for himself but i imagine it's the same way where mm-hmm. p- when i see people at a meet and greet or we're grabbing selfies like some people will be like, oh, I love the video. It's really helped me get ready for Chicago. And some people are like, it's just nice to see another Asian person out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. like, the, I I just think that, like, it's along those lines of, like, you can't be it if you can't see it kind of thing. Yeah. That, uh, that, like, we're out here. We're here. We're out here. Mm-hmm. This is for us, too. We can make it for us. It might not be all for us, like 100% there for us yet. But we can work to make it there for us. Yeah, exactly. and, that's, and I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, um, yeah. People come up to me all the time and say that they're really just happy to see another Asian brother out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <same. laughs> um, But yeah, uh, yeah. It, it. So I was just actually saying to somebody uh, the other day, like when I first start, got into all this stuff, like, I mean, I obviously was very aware that I was, that I'm, you know, black in the running space. Um, and I knew that that was, I mean, it wasn't rare, but it was, you know, the underrepresented population. Um, but I still somehow thought that because speed and like um, performance was very important to me, I thought that's kind of what people really kind of followed me for. Like, if I wasn't as, fa- as fast as I am, maybe people would care just a little less. And I thought that that was really what was driving some of the growth. Um, But then you start to see people in person, like you said, at the meeting greets. And then like, if you're on a panel and all this other stuff, like Mm -hmm. all of a sudden, like the feedback you're getting is because, you know, like, oh, it's it's nice to see another, you know, another black face, like out doing things with a voice and like being yourself and speaking. But then, but then it was, on top of that then it was like the sobriety the the sobriety for the the fact that i'm vulnerable in that space and yeah. i just think the more that you are able to be like all of who you are you know and mm-hmm. share it op- you know share it openly and vulnerably that that just gives so many more so, so many different groups of people you know permission to not only not not just follow you for all the different reasons but then permission to like just be okay with like making content of their own that highlights what they want to highlight you know
2: exactly yeah i I definitely gotten a good amount of dms uh after i think for pride month i posted a bunch of pictures of me and my wife and just said like hey i'm a queer runner and you know i'm happy to be one (laughs) and i think a, a lot of people uh did dm me and they were like it's so great you know to have somebody like who is representative of me and like my life in this space and that's really nice to have too because um usually it's just you know the fact that i'm a woman but i also am a queer woman in the space mm-hmm. so it's nice to get those dms definitely it makes me feel like all right like it's okay to be vulnerable in these situations and you know be 100 yourself because most people will welcome that for sure yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean like in a world with like so many voices, it just mm-hmm. um sometimes it's surprising like how little people feel like heard, you know, yeah. in seen. So even if it doesn't change anything, you know, in like from the way I go about doing my thing, the fact that maybe because I said something a certain way or picked the right song or shared the right thing about myself made someone else just feel like seeing or heard is just it's like it's pretty dope and and yeah. i get to do I mean, that, that that's the most like rewarding running.
2: part of it yeah. yeah that's that's the number one most rewarding part
0: yeah for sure
1: emily before we wrap up like what i mean what are your kind of i don't want to be like what are your five-year plans but like <laughs> you know i feel like most creators have Like a little bit of a, at least a short term roadmap of maybe a subscriber goal or a content goal or a brand partnership goal kind of thing. Like Mm -hmm. what, what are you, what's kind of like guiding you in your content at this point?
2: Yeah. So I think right now I finally got to 10 K Instagram followers, which took forever. I, I, I I gotta be doing something wrong (laughs) because it took me a long time, but, um, I think I, I would love to get to obviously 20K. And for YouTube, I would also, I'm at 18 something right now. I'd love to get to like 30K in the next, I think year is doable, um, but I just wanna keep climbing there. 50K obviously is like the number one goal. So whatever I can do to get there, I just don't know like how long that would really take um and just to put more effort and more time into it because it is difficult with a full-time job like Tommy like I know you also have a full-time job it's tough to juggle all of it and and Mike you had a full-time job too for a while there like it's it's hard um so to to put more time into it without making the other parts of my life suffer for that is something and then I'd also love to do like a partnership this is like a far reaching goal with a brand Maybe something for like pride, whether it's like run like hell or like apparel that's for pride or something like that, where I could uh, put some of that profit towards like a LGBTQ organization of some kind. So after the marathon, I kind of want to see what I can who I can work with in that that kind of atmosphere and um, how we can make it happen.
0: No, that would that would be. Yeah, that'd be super dope. And I did, I didn't get to ask you. Like, I mean, if I'm gonna throw another question in, but no, you know, for for, for for, um, like, I don't, I don't ever like calling it balance, but like, how do you, how do you manage, um, family, full time job, yeah, content and running, because because. Run, <laughs> 'Cause that's the difference. Like people think like it's it's running and content is two different things. You know, like yeah. training oh, yeah. for the rates and like getting content for that is is two different jobs. But so how do you like manage all that?
2: Well, for one, for one, I, I only put out one YouTube video a week right now. That's as much as I can do. Uh, so I find time in my week to make sure that it's filmed, make sure it's edited. It's not going to take up my whole Saturday of editing and filming and this, that, and the other thing. So that's how I get my family time in because I make sure that stuff is free. Uh, and running-wise, like... My running hasn't really been impacted too much by YouTube, which is great, because if I'm going to make something for YouTube or Instagram, I'll just take my GoPro or I'll just have my phone already. So that makes it pretty easy in that respect. But the hardest thing that's been kind of to juggle is just work and and YouTube and getting stuff edited <laughs> while sometimes also maybe working at the same time and <laughs> juggling between the two screens and but making sure also that I'm paying attention and like that I'm not screwing something up in my right. job that like makes me the the money at the moment. Um I said I was on like uh the drop recently like, a couple months ago, a month ago or something and I said like I'd love to be a full-time influencer, like that is the ultimate goal. But it's hard to do that when you have a job that makes all the money. (laughs) You know, so it becomes this like tough cycle, like I want to have enough time to do it, but I don't necessarily have it right now. And I think I'll make it work one day, but I'm still kind of on that journey of how I can get there while also having a full time job at the moment.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm totally with you on that because like people yeah. like will ask me like, oh, I thought you I thought this was full time, you know, and I'm like, that's yeah. I'm so no. far away from like making that yeah. make sense, you know, like, yeah, it's it's like a blessing and a curse because I mean, I I mean, I like my job and I'm good at it, mm-hmm. but it's 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 a position where I like I it would it's going to be a little bit before like I could decide to like switch gears and do this full time, but it would be great to it, yeah. it, and it's not even like influencing, I guess. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't know why that word, I don't know why it just it's, doesn't it's go well It's, yeah, it's so for,
2: for lack, lack of a better word. Yeah. So for lack of
0: a better, yeah. So like, it's like for, if I can use my, use if, if I can build my platform to the point where like when I speak or when I share videos or do anything, it like could inspire people to do something, you know, mm-hmm. um, that would be an amazing full-time job. Like put it totally. like that. You know, so I'd love for that to happen one day, but it just—it just seems to be so far away.
2: <laughs> yeah, I hear you. That's exactly how I feel.
1: Are you going to go to T R E next
0: month, Emily?
2: I can't go. Or not next month or whatever it is. Oh,
0: okay. Just quit your job. <laughs> just quit your job. <laughs> yeah,
2: good idea. Then after, <laughs> after after
0: all that, quit your job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's,
2: I'm going to call them right now hello
0: <laughs> i just yeah. made it i'm i was I was on the podcast with uh with tommy and Capuzzi. So, yeah, exactly <laughs> um, i've made it it's over
2: no i wish i could i'll be watching all your content and my best friend works for a running store that's nominated for like top running stores in the oh, okay. country so she'll be there but I what store don't. runner's edge in new york farmingdale and uh-huh. huntington shout all out right. great store i uh-huh.
1: i feel like i know the store from your videos already you know <laughs>
2: That's so, so funny.
1: So like it's it's amazing what like YouTube and the internet can do yeah. is that like I uh know what the inside of i uh, I I'm familiar with and know what the inside of like a a, a running store in Long Island. Yeah, in like. Long Island is like <laughs> yeah, Exactly. All right, well good luck to to that Runner's Edge. Uh, hopefully yes. they they will uh, yeah. win an award at TRE. Fingers and uh, you know what, Emily, thank you so much for spending some time with us today and breaking down yeah. kind of like how you navigate through this Uh, world that we all live in and you know what i can't wait to wear the emily heller pride collection maybe (laughs) a capsule collection that'd be amazing i I mean let me know i'll be one of the first ones to buy it
2: oh thank you i gotta i gotta figure it out it's on it's in the works somehow some way all
1: right and can you let everyone know where they can find you if they want to follow you directly if they somehow aren't already
2: yes uh youtube just run like heller and instagram at run like heller pretty simple
0: Awesome. You, well, thanks can so much, sense, like, Tommy. Can, can you close this out with like a good evening YouTube or something? <laughs> I, can
2: do my, I can do like my get out there, get on the grind thing. How's oh, yeah. that? Right, let's do, do it. it, it, it. Do, 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 do. <laughs> All right. So get out there, get on the grind and don't forget to run like heller.